Welcome to another podcast episode of WeatherWise. Today is Wednesday, January 12th, and we've already had two snowfalls of the new year. Uh, two snowfalls of this month, of course, and two snowfalls of our entire season. And we're going to talk about the second snow that occurred last week because our last podcast was all about the first snow. I am Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson, and today I'm alongside... I'm Meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. Hey, Ulysses. Hey, Daniel. Let's talk about the snow because I love it. Um, we had some snow here again on Friday. So last week was a snowy week. Yeah. And it seems like ever since we've turned the page to a new year, new month, uh, winter's really taking over. Mm -hmm. And we had that first snowfall that we talked about in the last podcast, about five inches. But if you guys listen to that podcast, I kind of explain why our totals are a little different. So we measure here on the downtown plaza in downtown Salisbury, but the airport is a few miles south. They don't have an official observer. So if you guys want to look, look back and uh, listen to that podcast, I kind of explain why the weather or the, the official snowfall report at the airport is different than here in downtown. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it was different for this snow that we just got last Friday. So let's talk about it. This last Friday, we had snow. A lot of people, though, who sleep in that may have woken up at, I don't know, 11 or noon, most of that snow was gone off the roads, at least. Uh, we still had some snow on the grass. Um, it wasn't a big snow, uh, but it was anywhere between an inch to four or five inches in some locations. So if you want to talk about, I guess, when this happened, because it happened a Thursday night. Um, if you remember when it started snowing, it was shortly after midnight. Yeah. Um, but again, Salisbury was on that edge of kind of a mixing line, right? Yeah. Kind of so, like the first storm. So yeah, it started Thursday night, late Thursday night into Friday, early Friday morning. And like you mentioned, um, it's kind of similar to the last storm. We were going to, we were once again in that area, that sweet spot for sleet or mixed <laughs> wintry precipitation yeah. where we're going to see rain and then transition to snow. And that's obviously going to, you know, kill our totals down. And, once again, that kind of happened here in Salisbury, um, areas a little bit more towards the east, like Ocean City and along the coast. They saw lesser amounts as they dealt with more rain um, than anything else. Yes, they did get some snow, but the majority of their system was dealt with rain. And then obviously areas towards the west and towards the north, just like we saw in the first storm, um, dealt with pretty much a good chunk of the time with snow. But this was definitely a, a lot quicker of a system. It was more of a clipper system that pushed through. So that's why, like, uh, you know, if you went to sleep around, say, 9 o'clock, it was, it was dry. But if you woke up at 7 a.m., um, you know, the snow was already gone and you woke up with white on the ground. Yeah, it was a quick mover, much uh, quicker than the last storm we had, the first one. Mm -hmm. But the track of the low pressure to our south was similar. But this one, the low was a little bit closer to the coast. Um, yeah. So there's a lot more rain um, south of Salisbury. So areas that had several inches of snow um, with the last storm, some actually didn't get much snow at all with this one yeah. uh, farther to the south, just because that rain um, lasted longer. Plus, due to the track of the low, it pushed in some drier air. And um, we really were on the edge, Salisbury. If we were, if Salisbury uh, was in a different location, just 15 miles south, then we wouldn't have had nearly as much snow. So it was like a matter of miles because I think Princess Anne, even down in the Crisfield, they didn't get much snow at all yeah. with the second system. 
I don't think they got any measurable snow. Uh, so it was mostly a Salisbury North yeah. system for the second one. So how much snow did we get officially on the downtown plaza with this second storm? Well, we got an inch of snow here on the plaza, our own meteorologist, morning meteorologist, Sloane Haynes. That's right. Um, she measured it out there. Um, and she has proof. She took a picture. She took a picture. <laughs> and that's always the best way to, you know, send out those measurements. You know, if you send it out with a ruler on there, um, you know, that's the best proof for us. But also National Weather Service, they also like that as well. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to uh, here in, on the plaza, we have so far six inches of snow for the season. Yes, six um, for the at season. At the airport, uh, for the late Thursday night, early Friday storm, they had 0.7 inches of snowfall at the airport. The first storm, um, which wasn't mentioned earlier, was 3.8 inches. So if you add those both numbers, you get four and a half inches of snow. So yes, four so and a half inches at the Salisbury airport, six inches of snow um, here at the station. And officially, we have to go by the airport totals for Salisbury. So that's the airport official total, but there's no observer there. So what the, what the National Weather Service is doing, which is just, it's frustrating, and I'm not going to go into detail because I did with the last podcast and I went on a rant, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're taking the official measurement from a city east of Salisbury, Parsonsburg. What is that, two miles or so? I don't know the exact mileage, but it's a few miles east, a few miles east of Salisbury. So there's more rain, more mixing, usually in storms as you go east. So anyway, that's why the numbers are much lower, uh, yeah. not much lower, but lower um, at the, the official airport numbers compared to our downtown plaza numbers because of the location that they're taking the number from. Yeah. If they had an official observer at the airport, then it would be more in, in match, much closer to the downtown Salisbury measurements that we're getting. All right, so that's that. <laughs> no, yeah. Rant was short. Um, I guess we can go over a few other totals oh, that yeah, we had with the yeah. second storm on Friday. All right. Uh, should we start with the higher ones, or do you want to start with the lower ones? Surprise me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go with the higher ones first. All right. Then. Let's talk about... So, um, so th the storm totals were highest, actually, here over parts of uh, northern Delmarva, you know, so Kent County and Delaware, towards parts of the Upper Shore. Uh, we saw some of those heavier amounts, four and a half inches in Smyrna, four inches in Dover, Stevensville, 3.8 inches of snow, Greensboro, uh, 3.2 inches of snow, um, um, in trap, 2.1 inches, long neck at two inches. And I know Daniel, I know you, you said you stayed up the night and tracked <laughs> the snow and I saw one of your videos, you were in trap. So, yeah. So <laughs> I was being safe, everybody. I want to first say that to everyone out there. Um, so when the rain started, cause it was rain at first in Salisbury mixing with some sleet, um, I decided, and I was watching radar closely. I saw that it was snowing in Cambridge at a good clip but still pretty much rain in Salisbury. So I decided to drive to Cambridge at midnight <laughs> after I got off work just to go check on road conditions, check to see what was going on. I get to Cambridge and it's snowing. You know, it's a light snow, no snow on the roads yet. Uh, it was just pretty much wet. Then I said, okay, I'll go one more city north, which is Trap. So I crossed the bridge into Talbot County, got to Trap and man, the moment I crossed that bridge, roads were snow covered, um, it wasn't too dangerous. It was just like a little glaze of snow. Um, but then the snow started coming down at a really good clip. So I parked in a parking lot for a little bit and then decided to check radar one more time as I was parked safely. 
and then decided to, okay, you know, it's heavier snow is about to move in. I could see it on radar and I could tell it was already picking up and trap. And I said, okay, I'm going to go now. And there's plows already out there working. And I said, I'm going to go back to Cambridge now because, you know, I don't want to get stuck or anything if things get worse. So my track back to Cambridge was pretty dicey. You know, the US 50, a pretty big road here, uh, Route 50 was snow covered from trap to Cambridge. And then once you got back into downtown Cambridge, uh, the side streets were snow covered, but Route 50 and on the main road in Cambridge was pretty much just wet. Um, and then the snow really started picking up. And then I said, okay, I'm gonna go back to Salisbury now because that snow is now, start, the rain is transitioning to snow now in Salisbury. So that drive from Cambridge to Salisbury, which is about 27 miles, was um, pretty dicey as well. So <laughs> the roads were snow covered and then they were even snow covered by the time I got back to Salisbury. So yeah, I was checking out conditions, um, parking and getting out and taking some videos and posting to social media. I just love snow too much, I'm sorry. I have to be involved in it. But no one was out on the roads. It was like literally just me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because everyone was listening to us. Don't oh, yeah. be on the roads at this time. So anyway, as you mentioned trap, what would we say, two inches? Uh, trap gut or 2. was 2.1. 2.1 in trap, so yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then East New Market mm -hmm. got 2.2 inches. Uh, Harbison got two inches. Seaford in Delaware got 1.4, Fenwick got an inch. Delmar, Delaware got an inch, and Rehoboth Beach got a little over half an inch. Yeah. So again, mostly, you know, areas north of Salisbury, or Salisbury North, got most of the accumulation. Um, and then some of the lower totals, if you want to cover yeah. those. So Delmar, Maryland, 1.5. Salisbury here at the station, an inch. Ocean <laughs> Pines, also an inch. And Bishopville, also at an inch. Parsonsburg had a 0.7. That's, that's the official airport temp, <laughs> uh, reading. That's where they're taking it from, Parsonsburg. Anyway. And then Laurel at uh, uh, four-tenths of an inch of snow. So Yeah. So, yeah, you can tell those areas that got less than an inch, most of those areas were closer to the coast. So there was more of a longer window of that rain or sleet Yeah. Um, because of the fact that that low pressure was a little bit closer towards the coast this time around. So. Yeah, and because it was such a quick mover. And it was a quick mover, too. Um, and we just didn't have as much moisture with this storm. I mean, that last storm, man, it was some heavy snowfall rates and some heavy totals. Um, I can't remember the liquid uh, um, amount of precipitation that we got with that last storm, but it had to be over an inch because yeah, we I think had some- it was like around an inch or yeah, so. Yeah, so we had some heavy um, you know, rates with that and just such high moisture within that storm. Um, let's, so that's the snow that we just got on Friday. So official totals for the winter, six inches here on the downtown plaza. Four and a half four at and the half, airport. Four and a half at the airport. All right, so two snows already. And our average snow uh, for winter is now 8.3, I think, or I yeah, believe a little over eight inches. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's is what we average. Yeah. So, and, so, and, yeah, so here in Salisbury, we're we're getting close to that seasonal average, and we're about halfway there when it comes to the airport total. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, when it comes to the outlook, we pretty much have uh, nailed it on the the Salisbury one so far. At the uh, here at the at downtown plaza, it's getting close to that mark. Yeah, we forecasted six. To, I think we forecasted six to ten mm -hmm. for the entire winter. Six to ten inches of snow. Yes. So we've had six so far, according to our downtown measurements. 
And uh, we'll see if there's any more storms ahead. Yeah. Are there? Well, let's talk about it. Do you want to talk about January 1st or go back to December really quickly? Because December was boring <laughs> in, yeah. in terms of winter weather. Yeah. Well, we had a trace of snow. Yeah, we had a trace of snow. And uh, it was a warm month. Fifth warmest December. Um, we had 46.3 was the average for the entire month. Yeah. So the fifth um, warmest December here in Salisbury. Um, mm. And it was definitely warm across the nation. The NOAA just released um, the rankings for December. Um, back on Monday, they talked about 2021 as well and also um, December. But pretty much the almost a good chunk of the eastern two-thirds of the nation was well above average. Um, when, looking at the map here, a lot of the areas had were within their fourth, third, second, or warmest December on record. But yeah. here in Maryland and Delaware and Virginia, it was the second warmest um, December. Wow. Um, so just to mention that. But, yeah, definitely it was the warmest December on record for Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, and Mississippi. Wow. That's just the warmest December. So that's about, what, like a dozen states that I just mentioned there? Yeah, so a good chunk of the U.S. had its warmest December on record. Um, so, yeah. But here on Delmarva, like Daniel mentioned, there was uh, winter weather. There was not a lot. We really didn't have a lot of precip either. We had uh, only almost an inch and a quarter. So we were down uh, two, two and a third for the month and mm -hmm. obviously we kept showing you the drought monitor um, so uh, you know the drought monitor situation was getting worse here but the good news is that with the recent snowfall and the rain that we've had uh, as we started the new year has helped put a dent yeah um, in that as of the la latest uh, drought monitor now we're abnormally dry so we have improved so hopefully that continues yeah as we get deeper into January and we'll talk about that because I know we're gonna talk about how the rest of January is gonna uh, trimmed yep. out. Yeah, and right before we get to that, I did want to look at January so far, um, because when you look at the numbers, because yesterday we had highs in the 20s, <laughs> Monday we had highs in the 30s, so it has been a cold month, you would think. Then you look back at January, and so far we're about two degrees above average in terms of temperatures, but it's kind of skewed because the first and second of the month we had highs at 70 degrees. And both of those highs, didn't they happen at night? Or yeah. they happen like really? They happen uh, in a two hour window between <laughs> 11 p.m. Saturday first and, and 1 a.m. Sunday. So Saturday's high came literally minutes before midnight while the, the high for Sunday literally came minutes, minutes after. after midnight. So, yeah. yeah, so that's kind of skewed uh, because most days in January, we have had highs in the 30s and 40s and a couple of 50s. So yeah. if you think it's been a cold month, technically it has to to the daylight hours to like yes. what we've experienced um, but technically when you look at the numbers it's warmer than normal because of those two random 70 degree days that happened in the middle of the night um, at the first two days of january so but let's look ahead because it looks like oh precipitation too so far in january above average because yeah. of that snow and rain that we've been dealing with so so far warmer temperatures and wetter than average, but it looks like January could end on a cold note, according to the Climate Prediction Center, um, as we look forward, because, you know, when you look at that report, we look at the six to 10 day outlook, the eight to 14 day outlook, and we'll start with the six to 10 day outlook, which has Delmarva and below average temperatures, right? As yes. we head through the next six to 10 days. Uh, pretty much the entire, the country is pretty much split. So, yeah. um, Towards the west, above average. Towards the east, below average. And then in the middle, um, 
near normal. So that's mm -hmm. um, really, it's really split into thirds here when it comes to the temperature setup. But yeah, here in the Northeast is really where they're having, they're, have, um, they're trending a lot more below average um, into that six today window. So if you're a fan of the colder weather we've been dealing with, yeah, um, it's gonna continue. It's not really, it doesn't look like it's gonna be lighting up anytime soon. Um, and the precipitation outlook kind of gets me excited because you notice a trend. So the above average precipitation is highlighted down across the South, Texas, Louisiana, into Florida. And then you see that climb the entire coast. Yeah. You see the above average precipitation climb the coast up through the Carolinas, up through Virginia, Delmarva, and even up into the co of, into coastal New England. So what does that tell a meteorologist? That they're expecting probably some coastal systems um, to perhaps form, which could be nor'easters, could be potential snowstorms if the temperatures work out in yeah. our favor. So, so yeah. that gets me a little excited, snow lovers, you know. Absolutely. So definitely we're going we're gonna to be tracking a little bit of the weather from out west, but also the weather from down south. So, That's right. So the Gulf of Mexico, so Texas through Florida. So if something, a low pressure develops out there, mm -hmm. we'll be tracking it because that could slingshot its way up to here. Yeah. So Yeah, because almost every time when I posted snow maps last week for the Monday event and the Friday event, almost every time I posted a map, someone would comment, is this coming from the south? Is it coming from the south? Because people know when we get those systems from the south, those are the ones that usually bring us the big snows because those are the ones that have most of the moisture. Um, and that's what the pattern is kind of setting up right now. We'll see uh, with potential, you know, southern systems or at least systems that could come out of the northwest and then reform off the coast mm -hmm. and give us some Atlantic moisture. So that's the best thing when you get Gulf moisture and Atlantic moisture working together. That's when you get our, your biggest storms. Um, but we'll see what happens going forward. So that's the 6 to 10 day. Yep. What about the 8 to 14 day? Does it still look good for snow lovers? Uh, Temperature-wise, still keeping us below average. The, the extreme pocket of below average is moving now a little bit more towards the Great Lakes. But still, with the exception of Florida, everyone is below average. And then still remaining above average out towards the west. Uh, just a little bit more of that cooler air spilling a little bit more now, a little bit more into the, the northern uh, plains into the Dakotas. So, and then when it comes to precipitation, um, still keeping it above average along the eastern seaboard. Woo! <laughs> and a lot more of that above average precipitation also spilling out into parts of the eastern Rockies as well. The only pocket that's below average is out towards uh, California. Right. So, yeah, when I look at these maps, you know, what it tells me is that they're still kind of expecting potential maybe coastal events or uh, juiced events. I've been calling them kind of juicy storms, uh, but storms that have a lot of moisture that could be climbing the coast. So they're keeping that above average precipitation uh, along the East Coast. And they've shifted, as Ulysses mentioned, that really cold pocket of air in New England to now into the Great Lakes. So what that tells me is that perhaps towards the end of January, um, a lot of those cold shots could be coming out of um, the Midwestern, Northern Plains areas and then going down through the Great Lakes and potentially heading into our area. So the pattern is looking good for potential yeah. uh, for those that want snow and want cold. But what will February bring? Could it totally flip back to the way December was? You know, warm and snowless? It's a possibility. Mm -hmm. So right now, though, we're looking at the 6 to 10 and 8 to 14 day outlook, which gets us to... 
January 24th, right? Yeah. And yeah. then we have the three to four week outlook out there. Uh-oh, what do they have there? I didn't even take a look at that. Well, that one actually kind of becomes a little more, um, almost like a zonal yeah. flow mm -hmm. from north to south. And this Not is where Delmarva begins to lose some of its edge for, we're still in the below average, but we're nearing closer to average. So this is where we might start losing a little bit more. And then out in parts of the south, start seeing above average uh, temperatures is what they're leaning for. So more of a zonal pattern. And that's yeah. usually what you don't want to see if you're hoping for uh, cold yeah. shots or snow. And I believe in a classic La Nina pattern, I do think February ends up being warmer um, and drier, especially along the southeast, which is what they're leaning towards. So I think they're weighing it, waiting towards a La Nina, like a typical La Nina. Yeah. Um, forecast. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. It can still change. But let's concentrate on the short term for now. You know, maybe January will deliver for the snow lovers like myself, which it has so far. Yeah. But I want more. Okay, <laughs> it's possible. We <laughs> yeah. might. We might get more. You know, there's maybe potential snow, wintry mix this upcoming Saturday. We'll see if things change. But um, there's potential going forward. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add or that we left out? We well, looked the... back at December. We looked back at this past snowstorm. And we looked forward in the January. And then the precipitation kind of changes a little bit. Um, oh, yes. For the three to four week outlook already. More of equal chances here on Delmarva. Uh, below average begins to set up from um, northern Appalachians through the Ohio Valley. And then above average in Florida. And then the northern Rockies. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like, like Daniel said, the pattern could change as we head into February. And, uh, and obviously by that point, we're going to be dealing with Groundhog's Day in our Wonderful favorite friend. Uh, yeah, see what the Punta rodent Tani says. Phil. So, you know. <laughs> Remember, he's a rodent, not a meteorologist. Yes. But, <laughs> all right. Well, then so, again, uh, we also learned the other day on Sesame Street, apparently, Bert is a weatherman, too. So. Oh, I did not know that. There's a tweet uh, on Sesame Street. I missed it. It's talking about snow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Very interesting. You can always rely on Sesame Street. All right. Um, so that's it for our podcast, covering the second snow of the season here on Delmarva. And if we get any future snows, then we're going to cover that on our podcast, of course. And other active weather going on around the country, around the world, we'll be covering as well here on our WeatherWise podcast. We're here every single Wednesday bringing you weather wisdom. See you next week.